0: I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings the- Dude, that's pretty oh, cool I man, that is a sad a sad Dude, that's pretty good This is the clue Bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. So we got uh, our man Bubbles looking good. Happy Sunday. Uh, Bubbles, you um, former site queue of uh, Corn Screen Handicap, former winner of um i think 2018 and 2019 iron packs challenge <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, um you know it's it's funny bubbles because you and i have had some uh, really good conversations over the years but um we've also given each other a hard time a lot over the years which has been good tell me uh give me a little bit of the history i know um some guys might know the story but who brought you out and uh why bubbles is it um because you made all that money off of the, the bubbles formula or there's some other reason
1: for the nickname? Uh, yeah, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, uh, that's quite the introduction there. Uh, I don't know if I'm the uh, two-time defending champ, but, um, you know, I definitely, uh, the, there's a list of three. And as long as I'm on the top above uh, Pony and Ponzi, then I consider myself a winner. Um, uh, let's see F3, uh, the way I came out, uh, so actually our, uh, F3 Omaha Nantan now, uh, Tater's Hot, um, uh, back in, uh, October of 2018, uh, was at, we were at an event together and it was, uh, a Creighton event and, um, the, the, the thing is, is I was, I was sitting there and I was, I was drinking a beer. And, uh, usually at these events, uh, everybody's drinking. And I noticed that uh, tater tot wasn't drinking. And I asked him why he said, Oh, I got something tomorrow morning. I gotta be up for And he left it at that. And he was very, very vague. And so I kept prodding like the little brother I am. And I kept pushing and poking and asking. And, um, eventually he was like, all right, dude, I'll tell you. Um, and he shared a link with me to the F3 Nation website. And so we were in this dinner, and while this dinner was going on, I didn't pay attention to a single speaker. I didn't listen to anybody. I didn't really communicate with anybody at my table. And I just read, like, the entire website. Um, and by the end of the, the dinner, I was hooked, and I was, I was ready to commit, and I didn't even know what it was. Um, and I, have known, you know, I had known for maybe, at that point, an hour, uh, of what F3 was, um, and so that was a Sunday, and the following, uh, day, Monday, uh, Tater Tot sent me a text, he's like, why don't you come out this Friday to a place called the Woodshed, um, so I went out, um, that Friday, uh, I, looking back, was, um, dressed completely wrong, um, and I was wearing like a really baggy sweatshirt, really baggy, uh, kind of like athletic pants. Didn't have any real like running shoes or anything, you know, a pair of like thin cotton gloves. Um, and it actually was the first ever, my first day was the first ever F3 Omaha snow workout. So the picture that, uh, wait time reposts numerous times where were we're kind of down in the grotto, Um, that's actually my first workout and Brazilian was the, the cue that day. Um, and we did a deck of cards and, uh, I was like barely able to pull myself up off the ground, um, at the end of this workout. Um, so fast forward to Namorama and they were throwing out, you know, I went and introduced myself and I said what I did. And one of the things that I do is a as a side job is I coach swimming and I at the time I was coaching club swimming um, but I still coach high school swimming and so they were throwing out different uh swimming names like Phelps and freestyle and things like that and um actually uh Waffle House uh stepped in and said uh I think we should call them Bubbles and um immediately after that Brazilian said Bubbles it is and from that point forward, that's who I am.
0: That's awesome. So it turns out even if Brazilian didn't eh you, he gets to name you. And that's uh, he's eh like half of the guys. Uh, so um, that's awesome. So so Tater Todd is actually your your older brother, right? So um, yeah, I think uh, that's cool that he invited you out. And I think um, I've heard him talk about it a little bit. He was hesitant on that, but do you feel like. Um, I don't know, how, how has F3 uh, impacted your relationship with him? You feel like you guys have gotten closer through that.
1: Yeah, you know, I actually, there was a, a COT this past week um, where he had said that, and I, I guess I didn't even realize this. Maybe I, I should have known or I've heard before, but it, it seemed new to me. Um, I didn't realize that I was his first ever EH. Um, and, uh, you know, he shared in this C.O.T. last week about how he was very hesitant about, um, showing F3 to his community of people and to his world because he was selfishly wanting to keep it, you know, for himself. Um, and so this past week when that was shared with me, um, or shared to the group, um, that kind of hit me in a different way, just that, you know, I thought it was very special and very cool that, um, that I was the one and maybe it was because I decided to you know push and prod him that night over and over until he finally said you know caved and said I'll tell you but um I think that's very special and very cool and uh the part about getting closer um I do believe uh we are closer um because of this uh you know we would see each other at family events and you know him working uh, where he works at we you know sporting events was kind of mainly things we we centered around and, um, you know, we both like playing golf. So we'd see each other there, but I think between, um, you know, now seeing him every single morning, um, or at least at the time seeing him every morning with, you know, expansions now it's, we don't see each other every day. Um, but between him and my oldest brother, slow pitch as well, it's just, it's really cool to see them, um, every day. And I get to experience not only the family the brotherhood, but, um, just that, like, they're, very, they're a lot older than me. Uh, Tater Tot's 10 years older than me and Slow Pitch is 14 years older than me. So for the most part, they were out of the house when I was growing up. So I didn't really get to experience those kind of brother brother relationships um, growing up. And so now fast forward um, 20 years, it's, it's really cool to have these experiences and us to be able to share things um, as adults and as brothers.
0: Yeah, I think I, I have a video of you in uh, slow pitch from the, uh, the convergence and you're holding hands doing uh, some sort of a <laughs> core exercise. It, it's, rather, it's rather cute. Um, well, so, so you've been in F3 for three, three years. I mean, go, coming up three years this fall. What, um, I'm sure you have a lot of different memories, but what are some of the highlights for you? What are some of the, the moments that uh, you've really enjoyed that stick with you?
1: Yeah. Um, well, my first cue was, well, my first cue officially on the books was December 6th, which was my 29th birthday. Um, and that was out at the maze. Um, so that that sticks with me. And that was also with Tater Tot. So I think that is definitely a highlight. Um, that's my first official. And my first unofficial cue was about three weeks prior to that, when, uh, you Plague, you said, Hey, I signed us up for a co Um, and you told me like a couple days before and just basically said, you're going to do it. Um, I think some highlights would be, um, the first, no, I guess it wasn't the first, the second CSOP that, uh, F3 Omaha, uh, put on. Um, I, was asked to lead that, or I guess I, um, volunteered to lead that with khakis. Um, and I think that was just a really special moment. Um, not only seeing, kind of everybody come together, um, that day. Um, and if, for those that haven't uh, done a seesaw, um, it's just a really special bonding moment and it's, it's more bonding than our traditional morning workouts. Um, it's more grueling it's longer um and there's usually a cause tied into it too so uh you know putting that together and just the planning on that and then seeing it all come through was just a really really cool moment um you know that was,
0: was that the uh, nightmare before christmas
1: yeah so it was it was about a year after i uh, i joined i think it was it was uh the Sunday after Thanksgiving, uh, in like 2019, I think. Um, I don't know, other highlights. I mean, it's just every day's you know, in its way, in its way, every day is a highlight. Um, you know, there's days where just a conversation with somebody, um, that morning, just running, you know, I like to pre run and running with them. You can, you can really get to know somebody and you can really once you feel comfortable, and I know that you and I, um, are kind of on this level, but once you feel comfortable with somebody, you really can open up and you really can kind of, um, spill your heart out to that person. And you know, in F3 with the men that are involved, you're going to get feedback and you're going to get appropriate feedback. And it's not going to be just surface level stuff. And it's not going to be, you know, them not caring. They truly care about you. And I think so. I know that I'm not really answering your question in specific memories, but just like every day is a memory and every day, like, you know, building those individual moments and memories with um, different PAX members is the things that I I take away the most.
0: Yeah, I I can relate to that for sure. And you never really know what um, the morning's gonna bring. Um, Here, give me a second. Hi Georgia. (laughs) Hi. Millie. Um, you should probably put some clothes on, girlfriend. I will. Um, I was thinking about. uh, I feel like it was this summer where you you were doing uh, swim lessons and um, couldn't make it to the workout, so you started doing like early Smurf and pre-run, and that was really the origin of some of those. Early things. I don't know. Um, that was pretty cool. I remember
1: that being a, a just a change kind of in the culture. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Uh, I was kind of actually. I don't remember who I was talking to a couple weeks ago about this, but I think it was actually a big one. Um, and I'm not. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, butter my own bread by any means. But uh, there was a lot of things that you and I did where we were just kind of just out and not out in front of things but just you know we're like hey we're gonna do this and we're gonna run with it we're gonna see if people want to do it with us and I think you know at the time there was only a few pre-runs um and then I reached out to you at the beginning of that summer and you're like yeah man I'll pre-run with you every day and so we mapped out the route for paradise and we mapped out a route for you know um I was, I think we weren't really running Shirley at the time and we kind of started doing that every Tuesday and then, you know, uh, Fridays we're doing flat Fridays and, um, and then, yeah, I, I was, I wanted to continue to do the Murph. So I sent, I know that big one couldn't do the Murph. I knew that you were crazy enough to do two, Um, and no uh, his wife was doing orange theory at the time, so he wasn't able to do the Murph. Um and I reached out to you guys and it was like everybody like a resounding, yes, let's do it. And now it's, it's really cool to kind of see it progress and see it now be like a staple. And, um, you know, now we have three sites and every single site is doing a, a smurf. And now I don't even, I don't even remember that. I'm going to go tomorrow. I, I promise girls I'm going tomorrow. I don't remember the last one I went to. Oh, that's so funny. I've that's fallen off.
0: Yeah. it's cool though. Leaving your legacy. I, um, I was just remembering, too, um, you know, it's the Smurf, but then also um, the pre-runs. And I also remember you in the beginning saying you weren't a runner. I remember you, you <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going to make a runner out of you. And now, you know, now you, I think you enjoy running. But,
1: um, I, don't know if I, enjoy, I don't know if I enjoy it. Yeah, that was actually, I remember, I don't remember the specific day, but I do remember the route. And I do remember at least one other person that was there. And we were at, we were at Cornhusker. And it was, uh, I think it was you, Biggie, and wait time. And we ran a route that went along the Papio Creek down behind Nebraska Furniture Mart. And beforehand, yeah, I told you I wasn't a runner. And that was the exact words you used. Like, we're going to make a runner out of you. And it was my first pre-runner, maybe my second pre-run. And you guys made it past Nebraska Furniture Mart. And I stopped about a mile in and just started to turn around and started walking back. Uh, I couldn't breathe, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely something, I don't know if I enjoy running now, but it's definitely something um, I enjoy doing. Um, like I said, you know, that's where some of my best conversations are. Um, you know, F3 is about, we'd say, small workout groups, right, and, you know, F3 Omaha right now is completely exploding, um, and that's a good thing, um, but, you know, as, and anyone will probably tell you there's workouts now that sometimes hit, you know, 20, 30, 40 people. Um, and when we first, or when I first started, if you had 10, 12 guys at a workout, that was that was big. Um, and so you really got to know those people and get close. Um, and then as we grew and those numbers grew, you felt, or at least I felt, like I wasn't able to get as close to everyone there um, when the numbers were getting, you know, 18, 20, 25, 30. Um, so then those pre-runs really became, a part of where I got to know people um, because at the time, and I know sometimes now we have pre-runs that are 10 plus people, but for the most part, pre-runs are two, three, four, five guys. And that's where I feel like I really have gotten to know um, individual PAX members. And I would say that's where my best friends in, in F3 have come from.
0: Especially when you run with a guy like Pony and, you know, you got you to gotta run so slow that then you can actually
1: have a good <laughs> conversation. No, he, he's not here That's to defend himself. So there was a this – this happened two weeks ago at Battlefield. And we took off on a pre-run. And we ended up going past the coop. So we are by Swanson Elementary. And we take a – well, first of all, he wanted to dip out there. And I told him no. I said, we'll we'll take a shortcut, but it will be further on. He said, okay. He agreed. So we get past Methodist Hospital and he says he has to walk, and uh, I had real concern that I had to maybe walk him over to the ER. I mean, we were there, so, (laughs) Um, but we made it back, and everything was good, and afterwards, I sent him a text, and I said that um, maybe he needs to start running with his phone just in case he needs an Uber back to the starting point, so. It's probably a good idea. (laughs) idea.
0: Um, Talk me through your own kind of uh, journey with the three Fs, fitness, fellowship, and faith. Where do you do you, do you feel like you've um, been able to grow? I, I, obviously, I, I think you have, but just kind of curious your perspective. Where have you seen
1: growth, and where do you feel like you you want to grow more in the future? Uh, I mean, First F Fitness, definitely. I feel like I've I've grown. I mean, you know, you can you can see things in a mirror. You can see things, um, you know, on your body where you know I feel like I'm getting more in shape, or at least from the the beginning until now um you know you go to the doctor and the the, the biggest thing with uh, i guess the two biggest things is i'm in better way better running shape than i ever was in my entire life on the fitness part and then also you know i had a physical about a year before i started f3 um and about a year after i was in f3 i went back to the physical and had a physical and my um my like resting heart rate and my blood pressure, everything was like back down into normal. And that year before I started at three, it was like, the doctor was like, Hey man, you need to start doing something for yourself. Cause you know, your, your blood pressure is pretty high for your age and you know, your resting heart rate is not right. And so, um, I think those are the two biggest things where i like seen actual growth on fitness, um, fellowship. I think I've already kind of touched on a lot. You know, I have a lot of great friends in F3 now um you know Pony Pony we were on the golf course the other day and he kind of gave me um crap about um it's it's not very easy for me to make friends um because of my personality and I know that you know some people will probably be smiling right now because uh maybe I haven't made a connection with you or maybe I come off like a dick and I think the uh the word that Pony and I and Ponzi agreed on is that I have resting bitch face Um, and, and it's true. And I'm sorry I was born this way, guys, but, uh, you know, it's, it's hard for me to make friends, um, like close friends. Um, and I think I put up some of those roadblocks. I don't shut down and, you know, I don't stay away from people, but I maybe put up roadblocks that turn people off. Um, and that's just, unfortunately, I don't want to say that's who I am because um, I think people that know that truly know me um, know that I'm just, I'm upfront, I'm realistic, I'm direct, um, but I think that comes off negatively sometimes. And that so that's, that's a hard part about the second F. Um, the third F, the, the, the faith part is probably the one that I'm most distant from. Um, and that's just, you know, I was having some conversation with some other PAX members and, uh, recently and churches, and I know church is not necessarily what the third F means. Um, but it's not something that's been in my life for a long time. And religion really hasn't been in my life for quite a while. Um, but it's something that I'm still like passionate about and thoughtful about and something that I kind of want, um, to get back into and, definitely something my family wants to get back into, so I'm trying to take initiative to kind of jump in with two feet, and slowly, but uh, jump in, and, um, you know, kind of jumpstart that aspect of my life, because that's definitely the the part that is furthest away from me when in the three Fs. Yeah,
0: man, I I, um, I appreciate you being vulnerable. I know that that's hard sometimes. I'm right there with you. I think so, something that we're the we're both the youngest brother uh, and there's got to be something there too with kind of how we build relationships. Um, but, but I'm with you. It's, it's hard sometimes I think just to even know how to start, how to begin those things. You know, we've had other guys talk about, um, you know, you have to go to like ask somebody to be in your shield lock. Like that's kind of a weird, like question, you know, like it's like a dating um, question, which is <laughs> uncomfortable um, and then the faith piece too, man, I just, I just admire you, um, saying, you know what, I, I don't know the answer, but I know I want more of what, whatever's out there and just, just leading your family in that. Um, I think it's really, really cool. And, um, you know, I, I think the, the beauty of it is you, you don't have to know the answers. Um, and you, it may take a while to find them. Um, but you're, but you're at least, you know, pursuing that, uh, whatever's drawing, you know, you to, to search. So I, I love that. And you've got, uh, a, a daughter and uh, another one on the way, and um, so just being able to lead that effort for your family is is pretty cool. Are you having a boy or a girl? You're a girl. What? A little boy. A boy. See, I see. I feel like because I don't know the gender of ours, nobody knows the gender of theirs. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that that Pony always likes to um, to ask is uh, what's been the glue, and uh, and for you, you've kind of had different seasons where you could participate. Based on on work or um, just different things going on,
1: um, but what's what kept you coming back to F three? Um, you know, I talked about this. We were doing a Q source the other day, and uh, Thor brought up accountability, and I think that's a big that, that's a big thing. But I, my comment or my um, what I made a comment after his comment, and I said isn't it cool that the accountability doesn't seem forced? Um, That no one's, you know, forcing you to be there. No one is um, making you, holding your feet to the fire. But internally, you have this accountability to be there for these men that are now your brothers um, and your friends. And I just think that has really gotten me to come back you know early on after my first workout it was um I was still pretty nervous I didn't know anybody right I knew my brother and I you know you're super open and you have a great personality I know you jumped in right away but really people that I've actually met was I think big one and my brother and everybody else was completely new to me um and just that like initial like immediate acceptance from everybody and the fact that f3 is like a non-judging zone right we are all walks of life in f3 and um and the best part is nobody cares what you did right you could be an nfl football player you could be a politician you could be a teacher like myself nobody cares you're a man that wants to come out you're and work out and meet guys because if you haven't read the book people you know men don't have friends and um I think that's just the biggest thing it's just you know I would text you and be like hey do you want a pre-run or you would text me and say hey we're gonna pre-run or hey we're gonna I'm gonna be at this workout tomorrow I'd really like to see you there and it's it just would tug on my heartstrings a little bit she's like okay I guess yeah I'm gonna go like you know, someone's looking out for me. Someone's being there when encouraging me. And I think that's really the glue. Um, you know, they say that, you know, fitness is the thing that kind of initially brings people out. But the second F is definitely what holds everything together. <laughs> What
0: you mentioned, um, free to lead there when you referenced the book and then, and also Q source, have you found those things helpful? It sounds like you have, but, um, where, where do those things fit for you? Have those
1: helped you to grow a little bit or what do you think? Yeah. So I've actually, so I read the book. I got it early on. I, I bought it for myself, like within a month of me joining F3. Um, and I read it, uh, right away. Uh, I will be honest. I have not read the last two chapters of the book, um, and it was primarily because I thought it got a little dry um, and a little slow, but, uh, you know, I, I, I really, I liked it. Um, I've loaned mine out a couple of times and I've highlighted all through it. And I've seen other people that have highlighted through it. Um, and so I actually, um, a lot of my COTs have come from the book, um, just from quotes that stick with me. Um, and then as far as Q source. I really do like QSource. I know that was something, that was a passion of yours to get started up. And, um, you know, I didn't attend the first couple. And for people that don't know, this is not your first podcast. Um, Plague's first podcast, and maybe you've talked about this before, but Plague's first podcast was uh, recapping the QSource meetings uh, after Paradise. And, And so what I would do is I wasn't able to attend because I had morning swim practice. So I would get in my car after uh, school and I'd be on my way home and I'd turn on uh, F3, sorry, uh, Plague's podcast of of whatever the Q source that day. And it was his recollection of what everybody talked about. And it was great. Um, And that lasted for about, I don't know, a month and then. Yeah, uh, I think the uh, the FCC shut you down or something.
0: <laughs> well, it was I w- it was a driving hazard, you know, because I would uh, I would record those on my way out to the maze, and so in the background you, you could hear my my blinker and you know everything going on. Um, what uh, I know, um, there's probably a lot that you could share here, but as you think about new guys or guys that are are just getting into F3. Uh, what sort of advice or, or encouraging words would you share with them to just uh, keep coming back, or what, what are some things they should be leaning
1: into? Um, you know, it's definitely, it's one of those things. Sorry, here, my phone's going to die, so I'm turning to get this off. But uh, S3, for someone new, is you come out the first time and you're kind of, you know, you're a little hesitant, you're scared, you're wide-eyed, you're not really knowing what's going on. You know, we're using all these acronyms and funky names for things and, uh, you know, in cadence, and you're like, is this military? Why am I here? I'm not in, you know, I don't know what's really going on. But what I really encourage people to do is come out a second time. Um, I think that second time is when you see that, you know, you see that growth and you, you do see deer in the headlights a lot with those first people, those, that initial F and G. But the second time, it's just, you know, they've only been there one time before, but they just feel so much more comfortable. And I, I just think that a lot of guys that have turned F three away, a lot of times you don't see them after the first time. And I think that's really important to get them out a second time. And I actually think that the book talks about that too. It's like, getting them out that second time so that you can kind of build that and make them feel comfortable. Um, I think a big thing too, and, you know, I kind of mentioned this earlier, it's, it's hard for me to make friends. So maybe I'm not the guy that's going to go, you know, be in the FNGs group or, you know, um, I don't want to say not help them cause I, I definitely will help them in any way that I can, but, um, just encouraging them you know afterwards just going up like welcome thank you for coming like I really appreciate you being here um and then you know as we always say uh the coffees too also where you get them the coffee's kind of where they just become that's when they start becoming friends you know they talk to everybody and everybody kind of welcomes them and they're not sitting off on their own and I think that's where they realize they're like oh man I like feel comfortable already like so I, I think those are those are some big things.
0: Yeah, I noticed yeah. I notice myself with uh, especially with gs that are really fit. Sometimes I'm like kind of checking, you know, because I want them to know that I'm the most fit. Uh, <laughs> and and I forget, right? It's like at the end of the workout, just go welcome the guy. I realize like you were there once, and and it's so yeah. awkward to be the new guy, um, you know. But I often I put up some some similar walls. It's like oh, I don't know if this guy, you know. Uh, how many burpees can he actually do, you know, you know but uh, tell me anything else you want to share with, with the packs. I think um, this has been fantastic just to learn about you, but anything, you know, I guess questions on my mind, you know, tell me about what are your thoughts about the core principles, um, at, you know, as, <laughs> as, a, as a brother of the Dantan, do you eat family meals uh, in cadence, um, you know, any,
1: anything there that you want to share? Um, well, I think maybe some of the newer guys don't know, because I haven't led, in a, well, I mean, I guess I led for, like, a week straight this year, or this summer, but I hadn't led in a long time, but, um, so I don't remember who told me early on, but they're like, you don't have to say the five core principles, you don't have to do it, maybe it was Nodos, because Nodos also says, you don't have to do Mary, there's nowhere in there that you have to do Mary, um, and so I just kind of ran with that, and it was more, like, to be just you know, screw the man. Like I'm going to do my own thing. And <laughs> so, uh, I don't, I don't say the, the core principles. Do I believe in the core principles? Totally. Um, and if there is an FNG there that day, I do, uh, I do say the core principles, um, cause I do think they're really important. I mean, I know it's free, um, but I don't think that's the most important one. Uh, you know, The most important things um the two most important i think is that it's open to all men and i i mentioned that earlier is like no one cares what you've done who you are they just care that you're there and we're gonna love you and accept you um and then it ends in a circle of trust. And I know that one on paper doesn't seem like a big thing. Like people hear that, especially people that are not in a three, and they don't really, really realize that. But that's just where the most vulnerability happens. Um, you know, I've I've given COTS where I've cried and bawled, and I've been at COTS where people have cried and bawled, and I've been at ones where you've you've laughed. Um, But it's – and I've been at ones where someone just maybe shares, like, you know, something that's going on that week. Or I've been at ones where someone's sharing, you know, something bigger than that and more in-depth. Or someone's sharing scripture. The cool part is it's whatever's on that person's heart. And – but somehow, every single COT – and I don't remember who told me this. It was – I can't remember who it was. But someone said, I try and take – away something from every single cot and relate it to my own life and i think that's like that's that's f3 right there um so those are the two things that i I really i like in the core principles and then um as far as family gatherings go uh i don't think uh slow slow pitch will in a family gathering slow pitch will say my real name he'll call me andy um, I'll call him Aaron, uh, I call, uh, Tater Tot Adrian, and, um, but I, I don't think Tater Tot has called me by my first name in almost three years, um, and I don't think he has, uh, said the word Aaron in almost three years either, so, uh, it's usually, uh, yo, Bubbles, what's up, and then we have a special family, uh, hug, a brother hug, which involves a pretty hard slap on the back, so, that's pretty much how we're always greeted. Nice, that's awesome. So, so
0: you and uh, Slow Pitch are—you keep the family names, but but Tater is not. He's not willing
1: to go back to real names. Well, I think his driver's license actually uh, has been changed, and I think he uh, legally went state in Nebraska and changed his name to Tater Tot and got a tattoo on his inner uh, bicep. That's awesome. Yeah. That's,
0: yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you taking time to, to do this. I know you got um, stuff going on with family, but um, let's do a little name Namorama here, if you don't mind. I'm uh, Brandon Hardy 35, The Plague.
1: Um, Andy Ryder, 31, Bubbles. Bubbles. Respect. I guess <laughs> I didn't say Plague. I didn't say Plague. after your name.
0: Yay, Plague. That's right. <laughs> Hey, I appreciate you, man. Uh, it's been it's been good getting to know you over the last couple of years, so I, I really appreciate you.